Welcome, everybody, to Alchemy Answers, episode 31. Thank you for taking some time away from your battle pass grinding. I know everybody's excited about that. But uh, we're going to take some questions from Patreon and also from chat. And we'll just get into some nice uh, Dota knowledge. Question number one from Code Rad. He says, is Sven offlane still an acceptable pick? I think so. I mean, I think if it's a good, a, a, a good physical resist sort of game where the enemy team has a lot of physical damage and you want a hero that can stun and provides that physical shield, uh, you, you, know, you can build into the typical Sven like Vlad's Crimson Blink. I, I think it's good. I, I don't think it's top tier, but I don't I don't think it's bad. Donnie and I were just talking before we actually started the show about how this patch is one of the most interesting patches because you can kind of just pick anything. It seems like most heroes have some sort of niche, and there are, all the heroes are not bad enough that you would not pick like a you would never see like a sniper pick or a pudge pick and think, oh, that's awful. They're going to lose. Yeah. You know, e even though those heroes are traditionally not considered to be that, that great, you still see all of these heroes getting picked in a specific setting with certain heroes on their team. So yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah. I think situationally, it. it's actually probably quite good. I think it's really good against like PA and lane because you're just going to be able to Stormbolt her constantly. She's going to give you charges on a wand all the time. You're going to be able to just trade it to Stormbolt, and you can bully PA really hard in lane with that burst damage. Um, I think it still pairs really well with something like a Grimstroke or um, really anybody aggressive, anybody else that you can stun with. Uh, it's probably pretty good against EL in lane as well. Like The, the, the stun can't be underrated. It's like one of the best stuns in the game. Yeah. And... Mm -hmm. Obviously, the the armor, or not the armor, but the the health shield is is really good in an offlane role, just because that's yeah. kind of what you do anyway as an offlaner. Yep. So I I agree. I think it's pretty good. You know, I I actually just had a thought from this. So I, I was sitting here thinking, okay, maybe maybe one argument for Sven not being a great offlaner is just that if he does everything that you would want from an offlane role as a support then you could argue that it's not a great offlaner, even though this patch is very versatile. Like, for example, Undying is a fantastic hero, one of the best heroes in the game right now, but he's not a good offlaner. And the reason he's not a good offlaner is because he does exactly what he wants to do in the game as a support with no farm. It's the, it's the exact same thing of how the hero wants to function in the game. But then I had the thought that what if, what if we, like, evolve to a meta where... You could have a Sven that is an offlaner and takes offlane farm, but he just happens to be the best hero at roaming in the early game. So you just roam as an offlaner, you give your four the offlane, and then the four becomes a four after the laning stage. Like, why haven't, hasn't, I guess it kind of has happened with Secret a little bit when you see like mm -hmm. the support Lunas and stuff like that. Because it's not really a support Luna, that's an offlane Luna. Right. It's just that they have they always pick it with a hero. They'll pick Zai Pudge, and Pudge wants to roam, but they give him the farm in the early game because Pudge needs the levels. Pudge needs to get the flesh heat maxed out so that he's tanky. He needs the phase boots so he has armor. He's not just going to die in two hits. It's like 
It's like oh, it's like OpenAI really school have, of thought. Exactly. That's what I was gonna. That's exactly where I was going with that. OpenAI. They will roam whatever hero is good to roam. Yep. They will farm any hero that's good to farm at that point. And it's 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 actually a little crazy to me. I guess it's complicated, and but maybe maybe like a year down the line, it's just crazy to me that we haven't evolved in, in terms of the pub meta, where it's like, oh yeah, you're an offlaner, which means you don't roam at all. You just sit in the offlane. You do offlane things, and then you farm. But it's like, okay, well, what if what if the what if the carry is actually just the best hero to roam at that point? What if he's just the strongest hero, and and then the support's actually really good to farm? I mean, That's I think I think it's totally, totally acceptable. Viable. Like. I mean, you know, if you, I'm just gonna say, like, from a Bloodseeker's perspective, if you're not roaming uh, level six on a Bloodseeker, I think you're not. You should be playing a different hero. Like, I'm you, thinking even earlier. I'm, I'm thinking like, the, like Gyro roams at level three or something like that. You know, with yeah. the smoke and have like an Earth Spirit farm. I mean, I think so. that you could probably get real deep on power spikes for heroes, like in that right, like level three to five base that's kind of where i'm going with that is that it's mm. like it's so it's it's so deep that it's like kind of convoluted right and it would be really hard to execute but it's cool to think that probably that's a more optimal way to play dota and i think open ai has kind of shown that right yeah i mean sure like if you if you can get to an early spot where you want to take a team fight around a tower and your crystal maiden's level six because you gave her like three minutes of free farm in one of the lanes as a jug or something you yeah just give your cm free farm and so your cm's level six you're level six and you can just run at them and their supports are level three and they can't stand in your freezing field for more than one second without dying that's i mean it's game winning yeah that sounds legit <laughs> it's like did you did you did you see a uh, liquid siege the tier one no i was asleep during that point oh my god dude they literally five man the at tier one, one with like sieging items yeah and they, they got the they got the tier one mid to like 30 percent hp at level one <laughs> it was the most next level shit i've ever seen it was super cool i'll have to go back and watch that one it's it's nuts they, they didn't uh they lost the game though right uh i'm not sure i'm not sure i think i think people were saying miracle had a really hard game because kuroki was abaddon he had to he skilled the passive at level one uh yeah to, for, for the siege but uh, yeah, Bye. it was it was still really cool. It was really cool to watch. All right, we'll move on. That was a bit of a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so lots of chat in the uh, the old questions in Alchemist. So creeps spawn at thirty seconds. How long does it take them to make it to the river mid? Uh, Why don't you go open up the game yeah. <laughs> and time it yourself, there, bud? But my uh, guess is like about 15 to 15 17 seconds. seconds something yeah, like that, something yeah. like that. Because uh, 15 seconds is backdoor, and if you're sieging mid and you're not keeping the creep wave alive, backdoor will turn on for like 5 seconds. So that yeah. means it takes like 20-something seconds to get to the mid-tier 3. So the mid-tier 1 probably takes like 10 to 15 seconds. Yep. Realistically. Yep, probably, but about right. It's like a quiz question. Or, or <laughs> I know, right? She's trying to quit, quiz us. Freaking Professor Ravioli. Uh, okay, Souls. Oh my God, Souls is Souls is just educating people in here. He's not even no questions. He's just he, no I questions. Mean, he's <laughs> cool. He's doing our job. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Souls is giving us money to answer people's questions. That's exactly that what I want out of Dota Alchemy. <laughs> 
it'll eventually it'll run itself. I'll have like the Joanies and the Jorge's and the Souls and the Prime operators just <laughs> answering everybody's questions. The new patrons. Yeah. And then we'll give them a, like a little cut of the of the, the percentage, and then we'll just essentially uh, scale to be a pyramid scheme. <laughs> It'll work. It'll work. Hey, you want to buy these overpriced knives? The <laughs> best knives you've ever you've ever bought. Yo, anybody want to buy some binge cues? I got lots of those <laughs> to spare. Yeah, that's uh, a question for me. Let's. Uh, I want to know what happened last night. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, you're allowed to shame me when this happens. If 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 I ever do this again, feel free to publicly shame me. I think it's legitimate. Be accountable. What happened last night, Jenkins? Subscribe to chat. Okay. Um I mean, I was streaming. I had a really good Sand King game to start the day. That's that's the bullshit thing. Is I tried the Zai build and I went Spirit Vessel. I was playing with Yoar. So it was a really high-rated game, right? Like, literally the highest-rated game on the fucking planet, and I own. And yeah, then I the next game, game. And then the next game, Joni was like, 50 bucks if you... No, okay, I, he said, how much would it cost me to have you play Techies in solo ranked? And I was like, <laughs> dude, I'm trying to get 7K. So I just picked a really high number. I said 50 bucks. I think I said 100 to start, but then I was like, yeah, that's, you know, I'm cheap. I'll do 50. <laughs> and he actually donated me 50 fucking dollars. So I picked Techies. It wasn't going bad. I, I looked up Alex's, uh, RoboVice's build. I looked up his YouTube channel, and I was watching that, his video on how to play Techies. During the draft? During the draft, yeah. <laughs> I was, so I was doing okay, and then we lost. I, I'm going to blame Inkdota on that, because he went like 2-17 and 17 on Venomancer mid. I think Meepo was banned, so he basically isn't a player at that point. And, uh... Yeah, then then the next the next few games after that, it was just one of those slow downward spirals where I think after that I had I had a griefer, I, I had a pudge that I had demon on my team, and then demon randomed, and then this guy got really angry that demon randomed, so he picked pudge, and then demon died, and then this guy did well played, and then demon bought back, and then pudge destroyed his items. <laughs> And then that kind of set me. That kind of set me to to be in a, a poor mood. And then the rest of the night was just kind of. I said, "Fuck this! I'm queuing until I win one game." And I actually didn't. I didn't win a single game. I lost 15 in a row. And now all of the MMR that I earned in the past two to three weeks, I is just gone. It's just gone. Like two to three weeks of hard work is gone in one night let me explain to you how bad it was one game i had trolf on the enemy team he destroyed his items i had ellie my girlfriend on the enemy team she was jungle lion i lost that game i lost to trolf with no items <laughs> and my girlfriend who was playing jungle lion with sammy boy on my team actually no he sorry he was on the enemy team he carried them pretty hard but i lost 4v5 with a jungle lion on the enemy team and I lost because because I had two people that went that were arguing with each other and then they just both went AFK in the fountain at like 30 minutes. <laughs> because that's how it is. When you're queuing at 5 a.m., there's nobody who's like mentally stable up at that point. Yeah, dude. I went to sleep at like 2 a.m. my time and I had I watched your first game on stream 
and then I played a bunch of games. Then I went to bed at two a.m. because I made a. You're video. just like, oh, this is gonna go well for him. He played really well. Yeah, this you, game. you were this ranked like you were ranked like four hundred. I was like, damn, his his rank's gone up like two hundred in the last couple of days. This is this is dope. He's gonna be top one hundred soon. And then I wake up this morning to watch MDL and publish a video. And I look at your rank, and your rank seven hundred. I was like, what? Yeah. Also, he's still playing. Did he did he go to bed and wake up super early to play more Dota? No. And I look at your profile and it's just a wall of red. <laughs> See, here's the thing is after after I played uh like 12 hours straight of Dota, I played Minecraft and just, you know, I was taking a poop and I was playing Minecraft and I went to bed and I was playing Minecraft, which probably pisses my girlfriend off cuz she can feel me like fucking jiggling my arms hitting rocks and stuff. <laughs> and I was actually, do you, have you played Minecraft? Uh, no, but so I, you, I, I've seen it. It's like, it's like a casual, mindless game, right? So right. I'm sitting there like mining rocks, and the the rocks are like half the size of the screen, and I'm fucking missing the rocks. Like I can't aim my <laughs> at the at the rocks, and I'm just sitting there thinking like, fuck, man, if I can't handle. I've never missed rocks before in Minecraft, but I actually could not aim my aimer. I'm not like shooting at a moving target. It's like and you're playing Dota with that mind state before. <laughs> I, I was playing Dota with that, with that, with those mental faculties, uh, and I'm just thinking like, "Fuck, man, I probably lost about five, uh, five to ten of these games of these fifteen games, <laughs> like because I just am awful." Like you don't realize how tired uh, how tired you you are. Yeah. You're you're your mind like you get on like an adrenaline binge that like keeps I don't know. you, it's like, it it's keeps like you kind brain, of awake yeah yeah your brain just like doesn't red for whatever reason your brain just doesn't seem to have like a register for oh i'm i'm perceiving things shittier because <laughs> i'm tired there's nothing that tells you that it's just that you do something and then you do it slowly and you're like oh fuck i'm slow yeah you know what i mean it's weird that your brain is, you don't see things move slower. Your vision doesn't go blurry. There's no indicator. It's just like you feel tired, but it, that's the only feeling you get, you know, is that like sleepiness. There's no like, oh, my mental faculties are impaired. They just are. And you just realize based on the results that they are. You know, let's let's answer some more questions. <laughs> Sorry, you I just, asked, dude. I just had to publicly shame you, just you know, so you don't do it again for another month or so. I don't know. I I lost my fucking mind. Uh, okay, Jayori, who lanes well against a drow mid lane, Broodmother. I feel like you want to hear a fairly strong right click, damage block, mobility, high enough HP to trade effectively. You do not want somebody who relies on mobility to escape. Yeah, pick Brood. Brood annihilates drow that's what liquid did to beat eg's drow um that's like the hard the hard counter anything that can get on top of her Conka. uh oh queen of queen of pain would absolutely obliterate a drow ranger yeah she she does not have the hp to sustain drow sucks ass for the first like three to four levels yeah you just beat her up during that point yep i'd say quap and uh quap and uh Brood. those are two heroes you can learn and you'll win against drow every time if tide start with a blink i feel like he'd be perfect <laughs> that's obviously ridiculous thanking <laughs> almost yeah king wants to caustic and and use the sandstorm on melee heroes so 
it's not that great against Drow. Shadow Fiend gets bodied by Drow. Yeah. No, you you want you want heroes that can just jump on her and kill her. Yeah, or shove the wave uh, into her face constantly. Is is Death Prophet okay? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't think so. I don't think so. I just like just cheese her, man. It's a cheese hero. Just yeah. cheese her back. How do you guys counter Meepo? It seems like one of the only Trump picks I can't deal with in games. Winter Wyvern. Yeah. That's that's the number one hard counter. Meepo cannot yeah. deal with Wyvern. You just hold you hold your curse until Meepo shows up. You just, just one hit Meepo. And then it stuff. just instantly kills Meepo every single time. He cannot survive a winner's curse. Barring yeah. that, you pick somebody that has extremely, extremely high burst damage and you focus one Meepo. It's, there's no there's no meme like Everybody's like, oh, pick Earthshaker against Meepo. It's like, eh, just spreads the damage out, you know? Uh, well, Earthshaker's particularly good because Echo Slam does more Echoes. Right, it does more, for but... The, for the more units. You'd much rather just have somebody that can just, like, one-shot a Meepo, right? You know, so... And, and it's an a it's an AoE stun, too. Like, AoE stunners are really good against Meepo. Yeah, I, well. I think Sven is extremely good against Meepo just because... Not because of the cleave, but because of the AoE stun and the fact that he does a lot of burst damage. Yeah, the, the 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 thing that's the thing that's I, I was kind of in the same opinion as you, where it's like, oh, you need to single target Meepo, mm -hmm. but then I've I've like flipped my opinion in the past year or so, just because when you have AOE, it makes the Meepo so much harder to micro. Like you can't just yeah, micro one out. That's true. It's it's like it's it's not a counter for the reason that people initially thought it's a counter, but it is for a different reason you know what i mean right yeah just, i mean that's we've kind of talked about that before like the whole purpose of picking heroes in dota and like playing dota and itemizing and stuff is to make your opponents miserable on their heroes so whatever you can do to accomplish that is probably a good idea yeah don't let him go late if you look at meepo's matches yeah meepo's pretty good late game you have to like do this whole buyback shenanigans where you have to kill him without buyback and it's awful yeah uh okay uh pk panda says this is a question i posted last week but didn't quite get an answer might have skipped it whoops uh in the first 15 minutes the position five doesn't roam the map as often as the position four does should the position four be in charge of placing wards the position five drops in base i feel like roamer should be in charge of placing the wards so that plays can be made and the position five should just focus on the lane didn't we already answer uh, this i think we did yeah but i i think i think what we said was uh the position five will will roam at at like timings where you need the wards anyway. Yes. Like you need you need wards for nighttime, which is the bounty rune spawn, which is when you should roam anyway, and when you should probably leave the lane. So it's not a it's not a problem for a position five to place wards if you're if you're playing it correctly. Yeah. And I would say that from most of the replays that I watch, that's that's one of the I I just uh, coached. Bob, Bobby Boy. His name's Bobby. Oh, it's, it's such a generic name. So Eyes are so it. static in pubs. They need to be less it's static. The, it's like this... Yeah, yeah. Every game, you can you can basically roam at that five-minute mark, and it's going to be good. Yep. From replay, from replayer view and coaching, that's the one thing... No, no problem for asking it twice. I don't I don't remember if we, if we went in depth. We might have went on a tangent. God knows we did. But, <laughs> yeah, I think if you, if you roam at the five-minute mark every single game around the five minute mark like when it's nighttime that's such a good timing like your carry your carry can probably solo the lane at that point yep. you have three you have three wards up at that point you can place all three of them you can gank the mid lane get the bounty runes it's just awesome it's actually just such a good timing yeah i agree 
All right. That's it for Patreon questions. Uh, Let's go in with chat. Here. Let's go in with chat. Let's get to know chat a little bit today. Well, we got Prime Operator. Prime had one more question he needed to he needed to get out. He's staring down the barrel of questions and alchemists of alchemy answers, and he couldn't think because in that moment of weakness. What am I talking about? Okay, so he says, "What heroes do you think will be nerfed next patch?" Prime Operator. All the heroes are getting picked out of the major, probably. Yeah. Um, Rao. Oh, God. Please nerf fucking Drow. Please. Drow will get nerfed. Uh, Nyx oh, will shit. get nerfed. Yes. Um, Doom will probably get nerfed. Oh, Doom is, Doom is going to be dog tier, dude. That hero's been good for way too long. Yeah. Um, let me look at the pick rates. But, Shadow Shaman. Yeah, Shaman. Prophet. Uh, Abaddon, maybe. I mean, Abaddon hasn't been like broken for a long, long time. So yeah, he, he he just came back in. So I feel like he'll get a he'll get minor nerfs. Batrider, maybe. That always gets nerfed. Pudge is gonna get nerfed. I fucking hate <laughs> I to say it. it. I doubt it. Uh, I could see Dusa getting nerfed. I could see TA getting nerfed. Potentially, oh, Dusa's been Dusa's really been vibing too long like yeah honestly yeah um it, one thing i that's kind of interesting that i noticed is that most of the heroes that are high win rate with a decent amount of picks are supports at the major like the only winning cores that i see are like darkseer morphling flesh doom Rao. is being played as like support mostly right yeah exactly that's what i've seen anyway it's he's like he's super versatile he can five. be played like three through five yeah, he's a stupid. He's that's dumb. It's a dumb hero. Drow, Drow being like first pick, first ban as a core and being a fifty-five percent win rate is honestly unacceptable. It just farms too fast. There's like nothing you can do, and then the damage it does, like with no items. Like I find it to things. be like a a really flat play style. I, I I think Drow's really boring. I don't I don't like that sort of thing where. You literally just farm the triangle every single game, and if you don't have a team that's coordinated at ganking into the triangle, then you're just you're fucked. Yeah. Which is another reason why Brood is so good against Drow, because you can take the enemy's tri the the enemy's like farming triangle. That's her. one of the interesting things about Drow is like you basically you if you're playing it in your pubs, you basically just want to farm until the enemy team has to run away from you because you do too much damage, <laughs> like. That's why it's so boring. That every game, lose lane, farm triangle until you have twenty items, and then run at the enemies, and then they can't kill you. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's not. I don't. I don't find that. I don't find that to be a very fun. A very fun thing. I find it very fun to play in pubs and solo queue because it's very easy to carry games. Yeah, it is very easy. You said it. <laughs> All right, chat, put your questions in. We'll take questions for the next, like, five to ten minutes since we've tangent. Yeah, let's give her let's – let's get the good ones. Let's go deep. Let's go dark, okay? <laughs> a ask me – ask me about my pooping habits. Let's, please, let's please ask – okay. let's, let's talk about the weird stuff. Meyer Eslami says, in what hypothetical situation would you pick Lich instead of Abaddon as a position five, assuming you're equally experienced with both? I would say none currently. <laughs> yeah, Lich is dog tier. I would say that Abaddon's just better in general in basically every scenario. 
Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe if your team has zero D push, you'd pick Lich and try to delay the game. But even then, I think I'd rather just have a Badden than fight people. Like, dude, I've been picking a Badden and winning games in like 16 to 20 minutes very consistently because I just keep my team alive during that, like, that period of the game where the lanes kind of break down and in pubs, everybody just kind of runs at each other for like 10 minutes until they realize, oh shit, we're not strong enough to fight. But during that time, if you're playing a Badden and you just keep your team alive, you end up just snowballing the game in like those 10 minutes and you just end the game. It's super, super easy. I find Nature's Prophet is, is the same where you just can support all the lanes yeah. to the point where your team can just carry you. Uh, where you you don't even need to play Dota because you just like get your team through like a hard part of the game right. single handedly. Yeah, I need to play more of that hero, man. On my on my binge queuing, I was just playing like random shit. That's what it's... happens, man. You got to stick with the the ones that win you games. Oh, so all, bad that pulls you out of it. Uh, what's the top five tips you can give to two point five k MMR players to elevate their game to the next level? You've been coaching a lot. What M what MMR players? Two point five k MMR players. Okay. I mean, I I, I would say honestly, if you're two point five k MMR, you're doing a lot of shit just terribly, terribly wrong. And if you and if you start doing like one thing that top tier players are doing right every single game, and you just follow it mindlessly, you'll actually be good. Like you'll that's fine, yeah. Because <laughs> that's that's better than a lot of the stuff that I see at two point five k MMR. Being totally brutally honest with you, because I want you to get better. I don't want to just fucking pussyfoot here and and try to have you, you know, just like what I'm saying. I want you to get better. Yeah, buy more region like, in the laney stage. Push with catapults. Focus on getting bounty runes. That'll just gain you five hundred MMR right there. <laughs> yeah, I would say like de depending depending on your role, just go watch, just go watch like start with laning stage just go watch what like pro what pro players are doing dota 2 protracker.com watch what they're doing and just uh emulate the builds try try it out uh if they're cutting the second wave start you know start doing that like if, if you can pick up one thing and it clicks with you where you're like oh this is a really good thing to be doing that went really well you start doing that every game that's literally like 500 mmr that you'll get it's 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 actually nuts and when you start getting to like the four to five k level that's when it's not as simple as just finding that one thing that pros are doing and, and getting a huge increase but at 2.5k you can get a massive increase of, of mmr by uh just doing like one thing correctly that is that is so correct that nobody else is doing it in your bracket because i guarantee you at 2.5k nobody's cutting the fucking second creep wave. yeah well. definitely not and that happens in every single game in immortal like there's just such a huge difference between the brackets right now uh, good follow-up question how do you go from 5k to 6k you did this on your smurf pretty recently so what what allowed you to do that okay well yeah on, on my, so on my smurf uh, uh basically some things that i noted about that bracket that is, that's different from the, the high immortal bracket is that people fight for no reason um people fight when they don't have cooldowns people so you need to get really used to ditching your team when they're doing really bad shit and let them die uh, and, and yeah, basically, if you just don't show up to dumb shit, you'll win a lot in that bracket because people just fight like mindlessly and also just never give up because people in that bracket, even if they have a way better late game lineup, they will fuck up so hard where they'll die without buyback or something. And you can just, you can just end the game. Like, I guess that's the thing is that in that bracket, you need to, 
you need to be very mindful that like if you're not having a good lane, it's better to just get as much as you can than to to force yourself to try to get more in a situation where you actually can't. Like let's say you're against an Ursa as a Legion commander. It's not a winnable lane, right? So just do whatever you can to wash the lane, aka just go even in the lane, like cut the creep wave. And then later on into the game, you will get an opportunity to carry. That's the thing is you might not be winning a lane because you can't, but don't just throw the game because you haven't carried the game at that point. Because eventually the enemy team will give you an opportunity to carry. They will fuck up somewhere and you'll be huge all of a sudden. It doesn't have to come from the laning stage. That's one realization that I had to have where I wanted to beat everybody in the lane in that bracket because I felt like I was so much better. But some lanes are not winnable. And then later, they'll fuck up in a fight and I'll get an ultra kill. And then all of a sudden, I'm a problem and, right. and they can't, they just can't deal with me and I, I, I win the game solo. But that wasn't from the laning stage. Right. Uh, how to counter the crazy farming alchemist if you have no position for it. Buy a spirit vessel. Doesn't matter spirit what position vessel. you are. <laughs> yep. 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 You can be a carry, buy a spirit vessel if nobody else in your team is buying it. Yep. Agreed. I think I think that item is busted too. Yep. It's like one of the best items. I, I'm I'm actually I'm going that item in every every single offlaner right now. I think I see Zai doing that. So it's, it's so like, good, man. It's every so good. time I every time I copy Zai's builds. <laughs> I'm just like ob obliterating pubs, and it's like fuck. I I need to record a, a replay analysis on that guy actually, because when when I, when I try his builds, it instantly clicks with me why he does the things at the timing that he does it. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Like I had this realization the other day with Sand King. The way that he builds Sand King is he goes tranquil boots, or he goes brown boots, bracer, tranquil boots. He rushes the he rushes the quelling blade first. So he goes QB. Bracer, Tranquil Boots, uh, Urn, and then Spirit Vessel Blink. And at each of those timings, I had the realization where it's like, oh, you go Quelling Blade first because if you're starting with Sandstorm, then you apply no pressure. So all you want to do is last it. So what's the point in buying anything else if you're just lasting at that point? And then the Bracer is because you get this net worth lead due to Sandstorm being so broken for laning and farming that you just want some efficient stats. And then after the laning stage ends, you could buy another bracer, but the laning stage is over. So you don't need efficient stats. You need fighting items. Right. Uh, and then also that's the point where you start cutting the creep wave. So that's when you want the tranquil boots. And then after that, you get the urn because that's when you're going to have your epicenter and you can, you can uh, in max burrow, you can burrow sandstorm epicenter someone with an urn and you'll kill them from full HP. And then after that, you have the spirit vessel, same thing. And then the blink dagger, it's it's like with, with and then it goes the movement speed talent. And then with, like with this build, with the spear vessel and blink dagger, you can basically solo kill anybody, even tanky heroes, with a full combo and spear vessel. It's just like at each point, the hero feels so strong because of those individual item pickups. Where it's like if you get a ring of protection instead of a quelling blade, your timings are all thrown off, and you're not going to get that bracer because you don't have the last hitting capabilities. Sure, you're going to be tanky and and survive longer in the laning stage, but you already have the, it's redundant. You already have the sandstorm and you're just lasting at that point. You know what I mean? Like there's a specific reason for each of the items that he builds. And I find the same thing on Pudge where he goes for ring of protection, chainmail, then boots, and he'll rush quelling blade first. It's the same thing. Each timing, this is going to be happening at this point. So you need this armor. This is going to be happening at this point. So you need this armor. You don't need boots because you're not killing people until you're level four. So that's why you go ring of protection, chainmail, then boots. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. not this, you could go boots first, but then you have zero armor. I mean, and you're just la you're just lasting at that point. Here's so the, here's why the thing. would you want boots? 
here's the thing about Dota is that it's a game of logic, right? Basically, Dota is a game of logic, and the the better logic that you employ, the better informed decisions that you make, the better you're going to be at the game at all stages. And so, if you look at somebody who's winning a lot of games, somebody who's incredibly good, potentially like the best offlaner in the world, potentially one of the best players in the world, is the best offlaner. They're going to be making extremely good logical decisions. And so, you know, it's it's not it's not random. Dude, you don't you don't get to be the best offlaner in the no, world by being random. random. It's not fucking random. I can tell you that from talking with Newsham and the shit that he's telling me that they talked about on team team like qualifying for the major. You look at the games and it looks like they're just doing some regular item build, but every single thing that they do is is it's heavily nuanced and figured and figured out. They've gone into practice lobbies and they've tested stuff. Like there's so much behind it that you're not seeing yeah. that you just kind of want to attribute to, oh, they're a good player, so they know. No, he's done that a hundred fucking times by then. Yeah. He's theory crafted that for hours. And that's why in, in pubs, I see so many pudges be fucking relentlessly and be useless. And it's like, you're not going chainmail first, man. Zy goes chainmail first. I watched him play. Uh, two pudge games in competitive and one in a pub. Every single game, he did that exact same build because the timings make sense. And if you don't hit those timings, you get level three. Enemy team kills you because you don't have armor. Yep. And at that point, you're just CSing, so you don't need the boots. Yep. So it actually makes sense. That's why pudge is actually decent, is because it makes sense to go for that armor because you're just sitting on the wave CSing. Then once you're level four, yeah, then you want to kill people because you've level two rot or hook. Then you go boots. But at that time, if you have the chain mail, you'll be in, in the quelling blade, you'll have farm for that. But people don't do that build in pubs and they fucking feed with pudge. Yep. And it makes the hero look dog shit. It makes the hero look awful because you're not hitting the timing so the hero can snowball either way so quickly where you're either just completely useless or unkillable. And uh, I think that's a big problem with people playing that in pubs is that they're not they're not doing the correct build because they're not understanding why he, why Zai, for example, actually builds those components at at the certain times. And then also, um, whatever Team Secret picks Pudge, they pick it with a greedy th uh, four roll. Yeah, like it's it's all thought out. There's there's so much nuance to it, and that's one of the reasons why it's so hard to get better at Dota is because. If you want to be a really good player, you can't be lazy with anything you do. You literally have to be so on point and so focused with your decision making that you know whether you should be buying a ring of health or sorry, a ring of protection in this lane before you buy a stick or you should buy a bracer before you buy boots. And it's like it can actually come down to these really small things. Yeah. And you're only going to be making those good decisions if you are 100% focused and really looking for them. And most people just want to queue up and play a game and like click that's items and click should, buttons. That's why you shouldn't binge queue, dude. That's yeah, totally. <laughs> you have to. You have to have your your head has to be in the game. It really does. And some people naturally are very good at that. Some people, like myself, aren't. Yeah. You have to con control it. I don't know. It's uh yeah it's but uh if 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 you're like Donnie and I where you can you just really have this urge to queue up and play and just be lazy you have to you have to really manage it hey man I, I haven't been doing that lately i've been playing like maybe a game or two a day and i'm up like 300 mmr in the last week what a surprise yeah. <laughs> what a surprise yeah
turns out you're a good player and you're just throwing a lot of MMR away. It's like it's yeah. like the same thing for me in poker. I was a pretty good poker player back when online was a big thing, but I had a couple very specific leaks that would just like throw a ton of one money away all the time. That made me yeah. not be a high like high earning player in the long run. It's part of the game, man. Yep. It's part of the game. I think oh. you guys should stop preaching MMR. <laughs> Dude, we don't really preach MMR to be honest. <laughs> I mean, you know, not really. Bishop's asking me to party queue, and I'm telling him that I, I have to gain back my MMR, so I can't party queue with him. <laughs> you should anyway, definitely not question? play Dota tonight. <laughs> no, I'm playing Dota. Uh, all right, uh, uh, let's take like one more question from chat. So, okay. Throw your questions in there, chat. When should player. I pull the enemy creeps as an offlane against a strong safe lane duo? Always. Every game. You should do it every game. Literally every game. Yep. You guys getting the battle, battle pass? pass? We both already yes. have it. <laughs> yeah. Of course. How long is Donnie's dong? Uh, I think it's about a 7-incher, probably. Erect. I don't know. I'm not going to pull out a, a ruler right now. Will, will I stream today? Yes. Of course. I stream every day. I have a problem. What heroes you absolutely don't like to play? There's a lot of them, man. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Sand King and Pangolier a couple days ago, I would say, but I've learned both of those heroes at this point, and I actually do really like them. I feel like anytime I don't like to play a hero, it's just because I Cause you're don't bad understand at it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's because it's I'm bad at it, and it just feels bad to be bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, I think most of the heroes in Dota have been around for a long enough time that they're they're all well-made heroes. They're well-made heroes. They're yeah. really well-made heroes. Like they, uh, yeah. This game is pretty, pretty sweet. Uh, I I really don't like playing micro heroes because I stopped microing when I stopped playing Warcraft three and haven't really wanted to play micro since then. So I, if I'm playing a hero like Meepo, if I'm playing a hero like the only micro hero that I enjoy playing is Lycan, and I really need to practice that hero a lot. Uh, otherwise, I suck ass at him and don't even have fun then. Yeah. Yep. I think I think one one uh misconception about microing and playing like hard heroes in general is that they're always gonna feel hard, but eventually your it's like riding a bike. Eventually your body is just so good at it that it it's it's fun again. It's just there's a period where it's super fucking brutal. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, anything you can get better at anything if you focus practice. That's like yep. the main thing. Humans, about humans are pretty dope, actually. Humans <laughs> are pretty fucking sick. Yep. All right, guys. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Alchemy Answers episode thirty-one. Uh, if you want to be part of the next one with your questions, check out Patreon.com/slash/DotaAlchemy, and uh, we'll see you on Thursday for replay review, which will have slightly different format this week. But again, if you want to be part of replay review, check out. Patreon.com slash Alchemy. Go enjoy the battle pass, and uh, maybe I will be coaching you in one of those games if you keep up. All right, peace.